Welcome to the Equity Team Podcast, where we provide Sedona, Arizona real estate insight to help you thrive during your next real estate transaction. All right. Welcome, everybody, back to the uh, Equity Team Podcast. Uh, today, we have a very special guest, uh, Cottonwood Mayor Tim Olinsky. Thank you, Mayor Olinsky, for joining us. This is amazing. It's my pleasure. Thanks for inviting me. Oh, you're very, very welcome. Uh, yeah, we really appreciate it. So we've got, you know, the purpose of this is for us to kind of dive in and and talk about a few things. We want to talk about uh, we want to talk about short term rentals and kind of what you're aware of, maybe anything that's in the works there as far as how things are being balanced and kind of processed on the city side. And then love to also touch base on kind of long term housing and and what's going on there. Um, I know that Sedona Cottonwood they both. Um, have some similar incentive programs and kind of dig into that a little bit too. Does that work for you? That's great. Yes. Okay. Very Do good. It. So the first thing with the short-term rentals. So a lot of our viewers, uh, they're investors and they're interested in, they want to park their money somewhere and they want to get the best returns possible. Um, you know, Will and I both feel that one of the absolute top markets in the area, aside from Sedona, which is a given, is cottonwood and we really we believe in the market uh we see that the trends how it's growing are wonderful and there's a lot of there's a lot of money that's come into the town and it's really gotten not only polish but um but it's really just improved overall not just old town but the, the rest of the town as well do you mind if we kind of dive in and have you talk a little bit about what you're saying as far as development that's going to impact a lot of people in the town. Sure, certainly. Well, I, th- I think as you know, Cottonwood is the heart of Arizona wine country, right? We took on that helm, you know, about ten years ago, and and this, you know, we're seeing right now the fruits of of our labor, and and in taking that, I think, pretty bold position to be the heart of Arizona wine country, whereas Cottonwood at that time didn't have a single vineyard in the city limits, right? And a lot of the grapes are actually coming up from Wilcox and Sonoida and Elgin. So, uh, but we we took that bold step. We uh, Took on the mantle of Art of Arizona Wine Country and really focused on, you know, redeveloping our downtown historic corridor, and it's it's really paid dividends for us as 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 you can see we've got great restaurants, a lot of great development, and that's starting to spread now throughout town. And we are focusing a lot on tourism, which we really haven't before. You know, Cottonwood really historically was sort of an agricultural uh, based community and then a, a support community for the mines in the region. So uh, to focus on tourism is kind of a new thing for us. But it certainly makes a lot of sense when you look at the beautiful region here in the Verde Valley, the river flowing through Cottonwood, uh, great park amenities, access to the outdoors, everything like that. So so we've been discovered. Uh, you're, you're correct. Your clients, they're coming here in droves and, and they want to invest in Cottonwood in the Verde Valley. So I think you know what we're going to see in the next 10 years, you're absolutely right. We're going to grow a lot. There's a lot of vacant land yet available in Cottonwood. Uh, there's some hindrances in terms of infrastructure availability out in some of these areas, but you know, once that's overcome, then I, I think we're going to see a lot of growth. Uh, the the biggest uh, biggest thing that we're focused on right now is getting some immediate housing in Cottonwood, really in the in the form of apartments um, and some some more affordable uh, workforce housing units. That's really critical to our success in the short term. We need our economy to keep uh, thriving. You know, we have restaurants here that have, you know, closures from time to time because they can't staff 
uh, their their restaurant. And that's a real problem. So we need to be able to house our workers, uh, which is going to dovetail into our short-term rental conversation, I'm sure. But that's really our, our council's focus right now is making sure we get units up out of the ground. Long-term, you know, you, you're going to see development out on that 89A corridor headed towards Sedona, uh, right across from Verde Santa Fe. A long time ago, longer, probably 20 or so years ago, uh, the city of Cottonwood annexed that from the county. And that, that whole parcel out there was already slated for development. So I think there, it's been fits and starts over the years, but I think you're going to see that whole property across from Verde Santa Fe break ground uh, here in the, I would say in, in the next year or so, they're, they're really trying hard to get that project up out of the ground. That's, That's incredible. Great. How many houses are we talking about for that parcel? Because I'd heard many versions of that proposed development. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a good question. Well, so I I think it's somewhere in the twenty five hundred unit range. Uh, it started out much larger when it was still under under the county, but when we annexed it, we kind of whittled some of the units down. We got rid of the golf course that was that was something that was proposed out there. So we we take our you know our natural resources seriously here in Cottonwood. We want to make sure that we don't drain the aquifer <laughs> prematurely, right? So you know we whittled it down uh, significantly, but I think it's around twenty five hundred units. And they're really going to tie in the vine theme too. It's called 89 and vine. That's the name of that development. So they're really, you know, leveraging all that we've done here to, to brand ourselves as hard airs wine country. Now we also annexed, uh, spring Creek ranch, which is very controversial. Uh, we went through uh, forest land to get out there. We've annexed that and we're not sure exactly what's going to happen with that property yet, but we want to be there at the table when they, when they go to develop that to make sure that it, it fits with our, our community identity. And then across the street from all of that on the north side of 89A is all state trust land. There's 10 sections of state trust land out that way. Um, that's a whole lot of units available. It's private land. It will at some point be developed. We've looked at annexing it in the past, um, but state trust lands wants us to finish up some of the other annexation um, uh, properties that we have before they'll give us the green light on annexing that into Cottonwood. But I've always really been a favor of annexations where it makes sense and where it fits our community. In that we we really do take our like I said our natural resources very seriously. We take infrastructure very seriously. So for every gallon of water that we deliver, we give back about seventy percent of that through our, our wastewater reclamation facility. And that water then we can direct inject into the aquifer to make sure that we, you know, we can sustain ourselves far into the future. Whereas the county doesn't have as, as many tools in their in their toolbox, if you will, to manage development. But Cottonwood we do, and we take it seriously. Yeah, I'm so happy you mentioned that because so many clients ask us about water in the Verde Valley. And I'm like, well, do you know what the Verde Valley <laughs> translates to? It's the Green Valley. And um, yeah, it is It is really cool. And that's kind of a topic for another video is um, these massive aquifers that we have. And we have basically, you know, my understanding is two large aquifers kind of on top of each other that have more than 500 years of supply. Because um, I don't think they calculate further than 500 years. I think it's just more than 500 is how the EPA or whoever uh, measured it last justified our water aquifers. So I'm glad to hear that on the reclamation. That's a big piece for Arizona because I'm sure you saw the news today about the proposal for the water on the Colorado. Um, so we'll see how that progresses. But you know, it's nice that we have our own little sovereign community and that regardless of what happens, if we protect our aquifers, we're going to be okay. Certainly. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of our approach really is to make sure that we, you know, we've got our water future uh, dialed in, locked in. Yep. Good stuff. So what, what are your, your feelings um, towards short-term rentals? 
Um, you know, just to, for those that don't know, um, they're statewide, you know, Arizona is, it's a short term rental friendly state that we have here in Arizona. But as of last year, we now have some, some local municipality requirements that towns, that counties can opt in on. They can choose to require certain things. Um, and how how are you and how's the council, how's everyone in Cottonwood feeling about short-term rentals? And what do you think, what direction do you think we're going to go in? Right. So we actually just um, just approved an ordinance that's taken, taken effect probably this month. And I'll go into some details on that. But, you know, historically, when short-term rentals really started to to crop up, you know, we were we were concerned that Cottonwood... Uh, only, only so much because it really was impacting Sedona more, and what impacts Sedona obviously impacts us. We've been workforce housing for a number of years for Sedona, and when the, you know their housing units get displaced by short-term rentals, it impacts us over here. So, and then as our housing cost has gone through the roof, as I'm sure you know, um, we no longer are that. We're, we're no longer that workforce housing for God. Um, so, and short-term rentals have played a pretty significant part of that. I'm sure Jabo told you, I think it's 18% or so of their housing stock is short-term rentals. That's, that's significant. Yeah. So in those really extreme cases, like you see in Sedona, or like you see up in page, uh, you know, those, those give me pause when it's, when it's truly displacing workers, when, you know, the, the city of page truly can't hire teachers to come in to teach because they're staying at hotel rooms and eventually they get burned out and move to another community. Page it just is in really bad shape because there's no bedroom community anywhere near there for folks to commute from. So if they can't have it available in page, it really does impact them greatly. So uh, I'm also the chair of the Greater Arizona Mayors Association. So I hear from my colleagues across the state and see what they're faced with. And so that does give me concern. Um, GAMA, the Greater Arizona Mayors Association, you know, did uh, try to encourage our legislators to allow some local control. Uh, so one of the issues that we've, we've taken up in the, in the past couple of years uh, you know, the, the bill that was passed, I mean, it allows a little bit of local control, but really not that much. Um, in Cottonwood, we're going to take them up on some of the offerings, but not all of them. In Cottonwood, we don't really have that big an issue with short-term rentals. We have about, we, we, we estimate maybe a hundred or so, yeah. you know, out of, you know, upwards of 6,000 housing units. So it's not really that big an impact in Cottonwood. And as we focus more on tourism, we also realize oh, we don't have the hotel, you know, so short-term rentals do fill a void for us here in Cottonwood. Um, but we are, you know, we as a council are also concerned about what's really a commercial use in residential areas. You know, I think the spirit of Airbnb uh, really was that you would have uh, your primary property, but then you'd have an opportunity to make a little bit of supplementary income from either renting out a bedroom or a couch, which people thought was crazy, but it took off, right? Or you would have a secondary, you know, casita on your property of sorts, and you'd be able to rent that out. But there would still be a, a primary uh, residence, you know. I think that was really the spirit. I think what's happened um, is a little bit alarming, especially when you look at places like Page and Sedona. Uh, Bisbee's another area that's really been impacted by by short-term rentals. So, you know, some local control is uh, is good. You know, when you when you try to apply, you know, uh, a blanket, you know, bill that that fits Maricopa County, uh, it doesn't always apply in rural areas. I'm so glad to hear you say that. <laughs> that's that's spot on. Yeah. It's it's a running theme for us. Unfortunately, it's the, you know they call it the great state of Maricopa. Um, you know, at times I feel like we are their playground. So 
I'm sure they they love that short term rentals are are wide open up here. But you know, it does impact neighborhoods. It does impact you know displacing workers, and it impacts our economy in ways that you that they don't necessarily realize. Now. Uh, Mayor Alinsky, given that the percentage of short-term rentals is quite low in Cottonwood, and it's really it's not a problem in Cottonwood like it is in some other areas, do you, is your this isn't anything? No, one, no one's going to hold this to you. But do you expect there to be any be any, be any adoption of the, the statewide legislation in terms of those requirements? For now, just not going to take those on. Not going to opt in. I'm assuming. No, actually, we, we did. We enacted an ordinance, uh, ordinance number 731. And so- It is 731. Okay. Yeah, we, we did pluck out a few elements, you know. Uh, so it, it's really, it's basically, we're treating it like a, like a business, like any other business. So we're asking them to come and get a business license. It's an annual fee of $50. So really not a, not a big deal. We're asking folks that own short-term rentals to let the neighborhood know. So uh, let the neighbors know you've got a short-term rental, please- supply a contact uh, number so we can get all the in case of an emergency. Uh, and that's that's basically it. We're not going to take a real heavy hand with them, you know, unless necessary. You know, I, I live in Old Town and I see that there's more and more, you know, short-term rentals cropping up uh, here and there. Um, but, you know, as yet, it's 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 not as big an impact as, as, you've, seen, as you've seen in other communities. Yeah, that's great. I, I didn't realize that Cottonwood was, was I should have known that, but I didn't, that Cottonwood was already doing the short-term rental permit. And, um, you know, most of our clients feel that that is a very good thing because then it is literally permitted. Um, and then it feels like, you know, now we know what all the cards are. They're on the table and we could just run, you know, run our business and we don't need to worry about it. All of a sudden that's going to be stripped away or something like that. So that's good. All, you know, in Cottonwood, I mean, we've always been a free town in the Valley. So whereas, you know, Clark Doe was company owned, Clement uh, was company owned, we've always been a free town. So we've been very supportive of, of business in general and commerce in general. Uh, so we didn't really want to take a heavy approach to it, but we do appreciate that we have some way to not regulate, but at least monitor. So if it, if it does get out of control, uh, then we can, we can take appropriate steps if necessary. But at this point, we just want to know, are you operating a business? Great. Come in and get a business license, shake our hand and and uh, get your TPT license and and let's do business. All right. Well, that sounds really good. Now, um, I'm really also, I'm very glad to hear the communication with other mayors across the state. Has there been, and I know this is a totally different animal here, but has there been any conversation with Katie Hobbs or with legislators at the state level? Any, any have you heard anything about what's coming? <laughs> That's what everyone wants to know. <laughs> well, you know, we in Cottonwood, we've we've just been freaking out about the food tax and and then possibly rescinding food tax. So we've been really narrowly laser focused on making sure that they that that they don't do that. We're 100 percent fair sales tax dependent. We don't have a property tax in Cottonwood. So whereas it sounds great to not have a food tax, um, it would actually really impact us in a, a very detri- detrimental way. So we're we're kind of focused on that at the moment. Yeah, okay. and we did meet as a council. We meet every year uh, as part of our strategic. Retreat. We come up with a whole list of goals and and things that we want to focus on. And and our fifth strategic directive, based on our council input, is to have more of a an advocate at the legislature. So I'm really excited to see how we flesh that out in the coming years because we we do recognize that we need to have a stronger voice down there so that we are heard and, and respected. And so we're going to be you know I don't know what it looks like if we're going to be hiring 
some staff to help us out with that, or maybe even the Verde Valley could come together um, and hire maybe a lobbyist. We've kind of, you know, kicked that idea around in, in years past, but you know, it, it might be time really to to have a just a stronger voice down there. Yeah, it's good. You know, the the lobbyists, I hate to say it, but they get things done. You know, they um they they really do influence. Well, um, this is perfect. Those were my main questions. Uh, Will, do you have any other follow-up questions for me? I do. I do. Um, Again, thanks for joining. You know, it's great to get some face-to-face and and get those updates, like you said, with 731, because I remember reading an article about the reading of 731, but I didn't know it had passed. I hadn't seen a press release or anything come out yet about that. But I think it's good. I agree. And I think all of our clients and anyone who's an investor agrees as well, because I don't like the Wild West style of investing. I, don't, I think it's dangerous. You know, there needed to be some regulation and it does make investors feel better when there's like this city has a grasp of it right? and locals feel a little better because when it's Wild West, it becomes a little crazy. Like the Scottsdale party that we read about, obviously, luckily, we don't have that problem in the Verde Valley. I've never heard of anyone having that issue here. Um, it's not really where people party. <laughs> you know, it's kind of where people do the wine trails and everything else. But you've done such a great job with Cottonwood, with the downtown area, like the development of housing. You know, I was just driving towards Clarkdale the other day, and I saw that huge development. Um, I would love if you could talk about that, because I don't know how many doors that is, but it looked like quite a few, several hundred, I would guess. Yeah, that's inspiration right across from the hospital on the bypass. Yeah, it's 192 units. So we're, yeah, we, and we needed that desperately years ago, but it's finally mm-hmm. around and, and we're anxiously awaiting those doors being, you know, welcoming families into the area. And uh, do you have a date for that yet when it's going to be finished? I'm sorry. I don't know. I should have looked into that. I think, I mean, they're flying. They're, they're, flying as fast as they can complete. So I, I suspect probably uh, within within one year, I would say, probably within months. Yeah, yeah, that's great. So, you know, another question that I wanted to ask mm-hmm. is basically, you know, for investors, because we're not just realtors and manage a real estate team, but we're investors. I mean, I personally own 30 properties in Arizona. Almost all of them are long-term and affordable housing properties. I only have, I think, one short-term rental in all of Arizona. And, you know, I'm a big fan of Cottonwood, even though I grew up in Sedona. I I, I think it's sometimes easier to get things done when it comes to development, building, uh, getting permits for things like that. You, you really streamlined it. And that's, I think that's helped, you know, expand and improve some of these neighborhoods that were in desperate need of repair. Uh, but, you know, a question I want to ask is for investors, I'm sure you're reading on the news, like SVB Bank and Credit Suisse and these these banks having these issues. Investors are coming to us asking, you know, where should I park my money? Where should I invest my money? And that's why short-term rentals always comes up because it's it's such a good invest. It's a, such a good return, but it has repercussions, right? So, I think having a, a mixed portfolio of long-term, short-term, and potentially commercial development is a good idea. But you know, for investors that are listening, you know, what would you say to them, people that want to invest in our community, that have money, that want to develop, that have a layer, you know, how can we help 
what are you looking for? Are you looking for apartments? Are you looking for hotel development? What is it that Cottonwood is really trying to attract? Right, right now at, at this moment, we need we need apartments that are affordable for our workforce and for families, uh, because we, if you look at our our increase in population, you know we we haven't you know blown up in population, but we are increasing year over year. But if you look at our our student body population, it's flat, and that's that's a problem. Uh, we have families that just can't afford to live here anymore because there aren't enough units available for them. So we really need to have some housing units here that families can live in because those families then you, you talk about investing in cottonwood in 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 the monetary sense but you know families invest in cottonwood in, in the in the human uh, capacity sense right they're they're here to raise their kids they're invested in 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 sports and church in in after school activities and you know in our community and and in the in the success of our community so that's really where I would like to see focus right now there's our investors out there and there's a lot of opportunity right now for you know, apartment complexes, and and we're up, we're trying to be a partner with any developer that comes forward. Um, so we're 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 our doors are wide open, and and we'd love to have some folks come in and say, yeah, we we can make that happen. We can get some some units for your for your workers, for your families. And what kind of incentives do you guys typically try to offer? You know, say say we you know identify a piece of land, um, probably needs to be rezoned to a higher density, typically, um, and then we want to put let's just say 50 to a hundred doors, you know, what, what does some of the perks look like and how does the city facilitate a development like that? Well, it's, it's on a case by case basis, you know, so if there is a rezone uh, that, that needs to be implemented to do what they want to do with the property, then it's, it's really done on a case by case basis. So, you know, you would meet with our development staff. We have a housing manager that we co-hired, uh, Shannon Boone, we co-hired her with the city of Slinau. We know shit and well. Yep. We just interviewed her uh, last week. Yeah, <laughs> we did. Okay, yeah. So, I mean, she would be the one to talk very specifically about some of those programs. But, I mean, our council is is willing to to negotiate. Is willing to put put money behind it. I mean, we've we've done all kinds of things as a council to try to you know correct the situation that we're in right now. We have a down payment assistance program that we put together. Um, you know, we, I mean, we're we're doing what we can. So, I would say. Uh, Come at us with some ideas, and I, I think you, you said earlier we're easy to work with. I, I would absolutely agree with that, and uh, see what we can do here. It's really yeah. wonderful. It's wonderful to see that Cottonwood is in it's in a great position relative to other nearby towns. And this is kind of full circle to what you were saying uh, earlier, uh, Miralinsky, is that you know we have Cottonwood has long term housing. They need more. They definitely need more. I mean, we need more to support the other towns too. I mean, Sedona residents are coming over to Cottonwood and on and on working in Sedona. And so we definitely need more long-term housing. But relatively, uh, Cottonwood is in a really good position. And that shows me that the growth that's coming is going to be it's going to be gradual and it's going to be really good, healthy growth for not only the town of Cottonwood, but also supporting all the other areas nearby as well. And Cottonwood has a lot to offer. Um, it's great. Yeah, no, we're we're in a good spot. It's really it's great to see. Yeah, absolutely awesome. Well, we appreciate your time it's and thank you so much. I've been in this office. Oh well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, very good. Well, thank you, uh, Mayor Tim Walensky. Thank you so much. This has been amazing. 
really good information. And I don't know if you're okay with it, but uh, you know, maybe down the road, maybe we could even do a follow-up uh, podcast with you because we have some follow-up questions from some of our viewers and things like that. I would love that. Yeah, thank okay. you. Okay. All right. Thank you right. so much and uh, stay in touch. All right. Thanks very much. Take care. Thanks for tuning in to the Equity Team Podcast. To speak with one of our top agents, visit us at owninaz.com. That's O-W-N-I-N-A-Z.com. Or call us at 928-323-0031.